Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Rap scallions and rabble rousers, welcome to another powerful episode of the new school of success where we're giving you the tried and true principles to build success on your own terms because eh, we've kind of been taught wrong and we're all about giving you the truth so today we're talking about something mm, that we all need to analyze a little bit further and reclaim the power that it has in our lives so i'm going to tee it up over to my co-host nick maytash because this is in his lane this is his zone of genius so nick tell us a little more about what we're going to learn today and why why it's so great, why it's so important, and why it's going to make our lives amazing. Hi, audience. This is Nick. And uh, true to Julian's point, this is a bit of my wheelhouse here. Uh, we're going to talk about some masculinity in, uh, in, the, in the podcast today. And I want to make sure before we get rolling here, if you are a woman, if you are a female, this is not excluding you in any way, because masculinity is not something that is just for the boys. It is uh, a concept that should be fully developed and understood by the boys, for sure. And I, there's plenty of evidence out there that uh, some of us just don't get it, which is why we're here. But mm -hmm. uh, for the women in our audience, which I'm sure there's billions of you. At least two. <laughs> at least two, Bill. Uh, <laughs> please continue to listen because, um, one, you're going to get a little better understanding of uh, maybe your, your partner in crime, a male friend of yours, but also your... Uh, how masculinity is in your life and what that looks like for you. Because although you are a woman, you still have some masculine energy in there because uh, as we're about to talk about and kind of kick things off here is masculinity, although we tend to attach it and look at just the male species and say, this is masculinity over here. Masculinity is really just an energy. It's a certain um, way of being. And often mm. it, it finds itself or it kind of expresses itself through the male body and through the male person, but it doesn't mean that every guy is all masculine and it doesn't mean every woman is all feminine. There's often a uh, certain percentage of, of each going mm -hmm. on in, in each person. So the first thing I wanted to talk about here was how masculine and masculinity is really just an energy versus what we see maybe on the news or maybe on social media as that kind of macho bravado. That dumb bravado. That it is dumb, so like, and I think in terms of like the avatar of the human that we're trying to run up against with this podcast. It'd be the macho bravado. Uh, it would be the macho bravado. It would be the hustle, the grind, the guy that's getting up at 4 a.m. and posting about it on Instagram when everybody's sleeping. Look at my Lamborghini. It makes sure. me cooler than you and yes. my ladies. Look yes. at all my ladies. Look yeah, yeah. Ladies. And, and Nick is right. Like masculinity isn't man. It is energy, right? It is, a, it is a form of energy on a spectrum, right? And so men have it. Women have it. We all have access to it and we want to talk about it because just like anything that has two extremes, balance and coexistence and creating space for both, that's where the magic happens, right? And so, you know, masculine energy, you know, personally is really like, and when I say self-assertive, I don't mean, hey, I'm going to get in your face because my way is right and your way is wrong, but it's this self-reliance, right? It's knowing your own capability and activating it and exercising it as a creator, right? And, and so that's all I really talk about, that masculine energy, right? It's that harder energy that we all have access to. Now, that 
macho bravado that like toxic bs like that, like let's all pretend to be all that is man um right let's let's overcompensate a little let's 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 um let our toys do the talking for us let's let our muscles do the talking for us let's let our our things do the like the talking for us right like that's just like the only word i can think of is just dumb like it because it's not real right right like it's not real it has no coordination with what's going on on the inside right like i know plenty of people who can post pictures of themselves with cool cars which a lot of the times they're rented but like wearing cool shit or you know doing cool stuff and getting cool bottle service and like doing cool things and i know for a fact so many of them on the inside are empty broken self conscious overthinking right like there is no there's no direct correlative between the bravado that someone can bravado is like confidence. You can fake it and force it on others, but there's no correlation between the amount of bravado you can force and the wholeness and the, and the power and the self certainty that you have internally. Right? So masculine energy is that self certainty. Masculine energy is that I know what I'm worth and I'm going to go get it. Whether I'm a man or a woman or in between, like it doesn't matter. Bisexual, trisexual, the thing with the dolphin, that's from a movie, Chuck and Larry. It's, I butchered the quote, but it's funny. But It's funny. It's good. Right? But yeah, so masculine energy, is an, it's a way of being. It's an internal state, right? Macho bravado is a facade. It's fake and it's dumb. Right. And I, like, again, like when you see that stuff on social media, you're like... So clear. Like you can see it from a mile away. Like, yeah, is that, is that really how life is going for you? Are you yeah. sure? But unchecked, right? Unchecked. Like, here's the thing though. We've been taught that that stuff makes people happy. So you look at that guy and you're like, that guy must be super happy. He must be so in control. He must be in control internally, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. Right. And again, it, it's just not true. So, so, so let's, uh, let's, let's reclaim the power we're giving to that image, especially the men out there listening and understand that that shit has nothing to do with like really living a passionate and purposeful life or a prosperous life for that matter. Cause prosperity yeah. includes balance and time and ownership. Um, and we like, let's just reclaim the power we give to that image. Now, Nick, what is your take on masculine energy? What does it mean to you? So I'll start with what, what we've kind of deemed to be the macho and bravado, uh, archetype the, the guy that's on social media and, and like posting in all caps, and uh, just just very angry about uh, the hustle and the grind is very intense. The muscles, the big truck, the just the way they go about operating and presenting themselves, I find that to be like the physical front or manifestation of what the masculine energy is from an internal state. So when you look at masculine energy, that's strength, that is confidence, that is certainty, that is. Uh, safety like other people will feel safe around you in your energy so what i feel like some guys end up doing is they they take that idea of masculinity which is yeah. true to the inner state if you're strong internally if you can take care of yourself emotionally internally um if you are confident and certain like then they just kind of say like all right well what can i buy or build on myself to make me look like i have that within me and that's where we end up with these kind of empty structures of men that walk into the world in this, in this showy way, trying to let everybody know that they've got it all figured out. When in reality, they're, they're just kind of, they're showing it, but they don't have it. They don't have that within. And, and 
that's all masculinity is. It's not about what you can show other people. It's about how you feel for yourself and how other people feel around you, frankly. Um, like if people feel safe in your presence and not necessarily, I'm going to get to this a little bit later, but not necessarily just physically, just because you have big muscles doesn't mean that people feel safe. <laughs> Julian's flexing for us on camera. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's mm -hmm. safety. It could be from the physical sense. It could be from the emotional sense. People just feel good when they're yeah. with, they don't feel like um, someone's judging them. They don't feel like someone is threatened by them. They just feel good in your presence. And that is a form of the masculine energy. It's the confidence that when you step up to the plate and you call your shot, that you're not doing so because you hope a thousand people will like your picture, but because you know that this is where you're headed in life and this is what you want to do with your life. Yeah. Um, and I need, to, I need to say something real quickly though, Go because right some men may be listening being like, well, shoot, like we're, we're taught it's currency. We really, I grew up in Northeast Ohio. I, I wrestled my whole life, played football in college. I have a shaved head and a bunch of tattoos, right? Like yeah. I get it as, and I, and, and I'm hoping this is changing, right? Like I'm hoping as people get more progressive, like this isn't as common of currency growing up as it was when you, when Nick and I grew up, but like, yeah, like the tougher you were, the bigger your muscles were, the better you excelled at sports, right? Like it gave you attention and, and an excuse to feel more worthy. Right. And so I get it. Like I get it. Like we're conditioned. A lot of us are depending on where we come from and how we come up. Right. Like I've been there, right? Like I, I totally been there and I'll admit it. Like for a while I got tattoos because like I wanted to look tougher, right? Like I didn't want to have to act tough. I wanted my tattoos to do the talking. Right. And then, sure. you know, I, I lost my mom and I really started to make sure my tattoos were more, in honor of her. Right. And now they all tell stories, but like just to the guy listening, who's like, oh, I, I thought I like, I have to try to be the dude. I have to try to be the guy. I need to be the dude. That's what you're taught, but you don't have to be that in order to be, like I said, to live a passionate and purposeful life. Like there's th that side of you that you can access. There's that masculine side that you can access, but like just like forcing a car to run out of gas and it runs on fumes. Like you don't like, you can't just force it all the time. It's, it's an outdated currency and there's a way better, way better way to do things. And Nick has a really beautiful, powerful way of explaining how to enjoy the best of both worlds, right? The masculine and the feminine. Talk about that balance, Nick, cause it's, it's a beautiful thing when you do it right. And Nick does it right. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, it's easy. <laughs> We're uh, bowing to each other. <laughs> out of respect, of course. Uh, all right, I'll stop. Uh, so in, in terms of like the, this, and, and I'm glad that you used that reference for the car running out of gas, because frankly, if we think that we are only going to be this masculine energy, and now we're com coming back to the energy conversation of strength and confidence and certainty and all of these things, if that is your only mode of operation, you will run out of gas. You will, you know, just kind of burn yourself out because you you feel like you have to carry this with you all the time, and that's just not how life has to be. Like you can dance between masculine and feminine. You can have this strength and this this uh, this certainty about you, but in moments where maybe you feel uncertain, be vulnerable enough to share that with someone, and be open enough, and 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 just be real enough to say like, yeah, I'm a guy and I have this masculine side to me, but there's a bit of me right now that feels uncertain in this moment. There's unknown that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And 
having that balance, it, it allows other people to kind of step in and, and hold you up so you don't have to hold yourself up for one. And two, it just, it allows you to, to take a step back every once in a while. Because if you're always that full charging, I'm going to go and get it. I'm going to go and get her uh, a troll, control, 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 control. Yeah. Release some of that and yeah. sit back and, and allow yourself to have a bit of the feminine energy come into you. Because again, it's a balance. It's a dance between the two. Like yeah. if you think that you're a guy, so you're not supposed to cry, show emotion or anything like that, man, I can tell you that when you do allow yourself to do that, it can be such a release from, from your inner state and allow you to just kind of heal whatever you feel is wounded and so on. Whereas if you're just a hard charging guy that doesn't think that that's allowed because he's a dude, like you're missing out on that release, which will allow you to re-energize and get back into the game as the certain guy, as the confident guy. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to kind of keep riding with this emotion that needs to be expressed. And so many men kind of shut off that valve of emotion because they feel it's feminine. But emotions are just human. So like if you show up to the table and know that and allow that to be a part of your process, expressing that through the work that you're doing, yeah, be a beautiful release and expression so that you can get back to that masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh -huh. and I was going to say, and, and we're not trying to paint the picture of like masculinity is this hard charging strength and femininity is like weakness, right? Like, right. no, no, no. Femininity is a lot more about like flow, right? Like it's a lot more flow acceptance and a little bit of surrender. And so like as a man, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, like I, I'm very like, again, we want to control things, right? We want to control outcomes. We want to create, we want to serve, we want to impact. And I cannot tell you the amount of times that my wife has come in and said like, Nobody cares as much as you think they do. Mm -hmm. Let's go on a vacation. You're going to be fine. If you're not constantly creating and earning worth, like you're going to be okay. And then I would leave and unplug. And at first, like I would be resistance to it. And then I would surrender to it. And then I would get into this flow. And then I would come back so much more recharged and happy and focused and clear. So embrace both sides. Like, Literally, it would be like only using your right hand for the rest of your life. Imagine just playing basketball with just your right hand when you're like, wait a minute, I can crisscross applesauce. I can dribble with the left. I can double dookie bookie. I can hit the left, right? Like, I don't play basketball, so I don't know what you people talk about. But like, just to, like use both hands, use both sides, use both strengths. Yeah. And Trudy, to this analogy that you have, you know, just wonderfully rolled into here is if you're a right-handed person, when you play basketball, of course, you, you favor your right hand. If you're a guy, you probably favor the masculine energy. And sure, you're going to stay in that more often. But if you're going to try to play basketball with just the one hand and act like the other one isn't useful to you, you're, you're missing out on the, you could become such a better player if you incorporated both. So if you, you know, parallel this back to the masculine and the feminine, yeah, your core energy is probably masculine. If you're a guy, if you're a woman, your core energy is probably feminine. So you have that dominant hand, if you will. I air quote it again. Man, I air quote so many times on this podcast. But whatever your core energy is, you're going to use that most often. But just know that the opposite end of the spectrum is available to you when necessary. So if you're a guy and you're certain all the time, you're confident all the time, there is an opportunity for you to express some of that emotionally if you feel uncertain, if you feel uh, frustrated or angry or, or sad. Like you can express that and, and be okay. If you're a, a woman, like there is space for you to get out there and get in front of the pack and lead and, and be strong and competent and certain. Um, you know, you don't have to, to stay in the feminine energy and true to, to Julian's point, we're not saying that feminine is weak in any way because I mean, 
Julian, you don't have kids, but I watched my wife give birth to my daughter and Jesus Christ is the strongest human being that I've ever met. So like <laughs> the feminine is just as strong as the, the, the masculine. It's just that, you know, it's a different color. It's, it's like a different flavor, correct. the same brand of ice cream, right? Like they're right. both strengths yes. in different lights, right? And again, just like too much time solely in the feminine is going to cause imbalance, just like too much time solely on the masculine end of the spectrum, right? Like, right. Allow yourself to be both, right? And some days you're going to wake up and it's going to be more of this flavor, more of the feminine flavor. Some days you're going to wake up and you're going to be in that go-getter, masculine, creative leader role, right? Like there, there, there's no right or wrong, but we're saying like, it's probably not very favorable to just lean very hard into the one, right? Like it's just like what we, we spoke about in an earlier podcast between your the action taking and your mindset. Like it's very similar in terms of like the masculine and feminine energy, like treat masculine in the same bucket as the action taker and the feminine energy as the mindset and your emotional state and everything like that. Like, you have to have both of them. They have to come both to the table. And frankly, if you're a guy listening to this and you have some resistance to it, because we're basically telling you to, to be more feminine and allow your feminine energy to come through, feminine energy is, is the flow. It is going with the flow. It is allowing. It is sitting back and letting the universe or God or source deliver the gifts to you that you have kind of put in place in terms of the structure that as a masculine person, you've created. And you can't there's just no way that you get to create an amazing, amazing life by doing every single thing yourself. There has to be some form of allowance. There has to be some form of flow to you. There has to be kind of you just sitting back and letting the work that you've done create some other things and allow that to kind of create within itself. And that is feminine energy. That's not go get them, hustle your face off, masculine. Well, I, hustle your face off is more the macho stuff. Yeah. But it has to be the dance, just like the mindset and the action. Like you can't just be in one side of things because that's going to, uh, it's not going to allow you to live the most optimal way, whether you're a man or a woman. So the masculine energy for a guy most of the time is going to be your core energy. So you're going to operate out of that most often, but don't act like the feminine side is unavailable. It is available and you should be using it. And same thing for, for a feminine person. Like if, if you find yourself in the go with the flow state or um, you're, you're in that allowing, you're like, ah, just something's not clicking. Step up your masculine game. Get out there and be certain and confident and be that you know, structured action taker that masculine energy tends to, to carry and bring to the table. But it's, it's really just in terms of masculinity, which what this kind of episode kicked off as, there's so many guys that just don't see that there's this other side of the spectrum that not only is there, and useful to them, but should be a part of how they operate because so many guys just want to keep doing and doing and doing and doing. There's got to be some form of allowing, some form of just stepping back and allowing things to kind of unfold. Yeah. That's yeah. the feminine energy. Yeah. And the internal GPS is something I talk about a lot, right? And like we all have this knowing inside of us, um, whether it be your gut instinct or your intuition or, or that bright idea that just seemed to come out of nowhere that won't leave you alone. Like, a lot of that comes when you're in a receptive state, right? Not like a create, 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 don't come up for air, create, create, create. Like there's a time and a season for that. That's amazing. But if you don't strategically create time for yourself to just be receptive and just be loose and just be flowy, right? Like you literally 
you know, I, I, I always geek out on the neurophysiology of the human mind and the human body. Like literally when you are in that masculine energy, you are in high theta brain waves. You are not receptive to your, to ideas, to creative insights. Like you are literally operating at a frequency that cannot, act. it's like a computer unplugging its hard drive. Like you have access to the very bare minimum programs. And so when you can get into that flow state and be receptive and understand that it's okay not to always be this hard charging masculine thing. That's when the bright ideas come and hit you, right? Like for me, when I'm shaving my head in the shower, having a hooky dooky time, right? Not like any hard agenda, just having a sweet, sweet shave. I usually get these amazing, amazing, amazing ideas. And then when it's work mode, when it's creation mode, it's bringing those ideas to life. But if, if I never had those, those very um, rechargeable, receptive times, I would have nothing to bring to life. I'd, you know what I mean? I'd just be a worker, a worker bee. A worker bee. I like that. I want to be a worker bee. I yeah. want to do that. And I mean, I love everything that you're saying about, you know, well, shaving your head. I haven't gotten there yet. I still have got some, got some hair up here and it's my greatest fear that I will have to shave my head at some point. Beautiful mop on that head, boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's not made for a blank canvas. I'll tell you that. If I had to have a toupee made, I'd say, give me the Nick Maytash special. (laughs) But what I wanted to make sure that we touched on as we, we kind of uh, transition here is all the stuff that we've talked about, absolutely accurate, absolutely valuable. So if you're here, you're a guy and you're allowing that to soak into your brain. Good for you. I honor you. But some of us might also have some resistance with how can I allow myself to be a little bit uh, feminine or allow the feminine energy to be a part of who I am as a man, as a husband, as a father or whatever, and still fill the, the traditional role of masculine, right? Because I mean, for generations and generations and generations, the guy has been the head of the household. He has been the leader of the family. He's been the leader of the community. And yes, there are women stepping their game up. Salute to you, um, my lady friends out there that are doing that. But I mean, for in most cases, in terms of the partnership, even when you, you dance, right, the guy leads. So how does a guy lead as the protector and the provider if they're allowing themselves to be a little bit feminine? How do they allow that to be a part of who they are, but still fill the role of protect and provide? And it's something that I've talked about a lot recently is you can still protect and provide. It's just that with this extra bit of feminine energy that you allow yourself to embrace, you're not just going to protect and provide on the physical level anymore. You can actually protect and provide emotionally and mentally and bring that person to the table in your family and your community. And I promise you, you'll become a more um, effective leader. Because let's, let's talk about the traditional roles of protect and provide. So uh, Julian, when I say the word protect in terms of a man, mm-hmm. what is he doing to protect his family as the protector? Yeah, the, the, the vision that comes to mind is like the family in like the frontier of like old America with his gun, like being like no bears or Indians are coming here, right? Like that's what I think of. And, and also I needed to step, step back. Oh, you want to step back? Okay. I wanted to step back. So to all our lady listeners out there, because Nick said like traditionally it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, the men who had that role of, of, you know, leadership. This is where Nick and I, and I'm not a father yet, we diverge slightly and that's okay. That's why we're still BFF role dogs. I think, man, ladies, I want you to step it up just as much as men have been conventionally expected to step up as far as society standards go. So I think it like, you just do your thing. You take this information, you grow, you become 
as powerful as possible. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I have a behavioral science and sociology background. So the, 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 the scholar in me said, don't you, don't you go reinforce gender roles, Nicholas, don't you do it. But here's the thing, Nick and I are friends. We complement each other in different ways and we have differing opinions. So it's okay for us to coexist back to what you were saying, back to the traditional form of protect and provide. Yes. It was this very meat heady physical, I'm going to fend off the wolves and protect what, what's mine type thing. Right. So yeah, that's the physical nature of protection and absolutely right. So when I say the word provide Julian, what does that mean as, as the leader of the house? It doesn't have to be man or woman. No, what does that mean? I, I picture the man or woman walking home with the deer slung over their shoulder being like, make the stew, people. We're going to have stew. Bovine <laughs> stew. What if we were living in, say, 1980 instead? Oh, got a big old bag of Taco Bell. No, it's, um, it's, <laughs> it's the financial provider, right? It's, it's just money. When I think provider, especially in the classical sense, I'm like, oh, this dude is... It, Dude or lady is just making sure that there's enough pesos to go around. Yes, they're they're bringing home the bacon. Now, when yeah. you actually use the deer thing, I was like, oh, he's saying, but I don't know if bacon is just exclusively cows. I don't know. I don't think uh, bacon's pigs. You dumb dumb. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. This is why I don't I don't uh, run any you know <laughs> slaughterhouses or anything. Yes, get the bacon from the deer. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so this has gone off track just a touch. Okay, so so protect, yeah, it was that very physical thing, and provide was it was purely financial, right? Like sure. when you think of the traditional sense. Correct, sir. So, in terms of like modern day masculinity, what we can look to do uh, for the men that are listening, or for the, the women that are out there leading as well, like the protect and provide. Sure, you want to have, uh, you want your your family to be safe. You want your people to be safe. The people you love, you want them to be provided for. You want to take care of them. Sure, but aside from the physical realm, the money and the, uh, the physical protection, the mental and emotional side of this, I think especially these days in terms of like looking to the, the generation after you, the, the younger versions of you, like I have a daughter, she's, she's 17 months old, like, yeah, I want her to be physically safe and I'm going to, to bring home the bacon. <laughs> now the that deer, we know it, the, the deer bacon. bacon. <laughs> the deer bacon. <laughs> but, like, I want to make sure that she is emotionally protected. I want to make sure that her mentality and her mental state is protected. Not to say that I'm warding off anything or anyone from being a part of that, but I, mm. as, as her dad and her mom is going to be the same way, and she already is, it's, it's more about showing up as, as someone who can communicate to them and show them, like, your mental state and your emotional state is as important to me as your physical state and being there for them when they have hard moments and being there for them when they maybe have some of these, um, these moments that kind of shape what they see in the world, how they believe things are, are to happen and kind of informing them and giving them some perspective so that they don't feel so constricted by what their experience was. Cause so many of us, you know, experience things and then we, we play that out for 20 years without thinking about it, giving them that, that mental and emotional protection yeah, just as valuable. And I think it's, it's a part of this, the, the masculine conversation that needs to be had because so many of the macho bravados are like, I went out and I hunted, literally, I went yeah. with my gun and then I, I went and I made six figures this year. And that's what they post about, right? But like, I want to know, how's your kids, how are your kids doing? How's your wife feel when you're in her presence? Does she feel safe to open up to you when she had a bad day at work? Or 
is she going to be frustrated that you don't really hear her because you're really worried about posting about your six figures that you made on the internet? Like that level of emotional and mental protection, giving them that space is the, I think it's the most important part of this masculinity conversation that nobody's really talking about because we're so focused on what toxic masculinity is or whatever the Gillette commercial brought up from an internal state for us. Like, how are you showing up for your family in a way that they feel safe? Because again, back to like what masculine energy is, it's safety. People feel safe in your presence and protecting and providing on that emotional and, and mental level can only, it's only going to make the foundation of your family, your community, the people that you're trying to lead, it's going to build them up, um, you know, for generations to come. If you can make that the foundation and there's so many guys that just focus on, are they physically safe? Am I bringing enough money? If they check both of those boxes, they feel like they've done their job as the masculine person in the house. Yeah. And like, yeah. no, there's more to yeah. it. Guys. And we, gotta, I think, we gotta open up. And I think that goes back to like the masculine be, being very outward, right? Like create outward, something you can see and interact with. Whereas, you know, we said like feminine, like when we were talking about the work as us as a whole, right? We have our masculine energy, we have our feminine work, right? Where it's like the inner work, the emotional self, it's the self mastery. It's the master of the internal state. And yeah, like, I think traditional masculine roles were to provide and to protect because those were very visible outward things. Yeah. Right. And so, and again, behavioral science, sociology, Julian coming out here, he's a smart guy, folks buckle up, right? Like you look at the rise of all this gun violence and all these shootings and all this, right? Like when they interview the person who, if they, or, or they read the dude's manifesto and I say dude, because it's always a man, always. Um, they're, they're protecting something right they're protecting an ideal or they're attacking the the people who have violated an ideal right like they have this outdated model of what it means to protect um and you know a lot of them actually like again for those of that we that we've been able to identify no right like we can a lot of them their father role either wasn't there or yeah they had a very weird masculine figure in their life um weird just meaning they drop the ball and so i truly think like yes this this podcast is about success right and building a lifestyle that means amazing things for you right and and, you know having time freedom and energy freedom with your friends and family having financial freedom so you don't have to like just feel burdened all the time right like but yeah like i think just if we talk about what would make the world as a whole a better place right like it would be people embracing both energies right more balance more more empathy more more of these things and understanding that just because you can only see certain things right just because when you see someone in your neighborhood you see how they look you see their clothes you see their car you see their house you see someone on social media you're obviously only seeing the outside right like we need to understand as a society that like there's a whole internal world that's going on right and like when we start approaching that when we start treat when we start aiming our success at not what can people see but what's going on beneath the surface like what happens internally always manifests externally so yeah if we're doing this inner work powerfully it's going to manifest itself into a better world right and as someone who has a goal of bringing kids in here one day and as nick a father right like who wouldn't want to just look outside and just see better humans doing better stuff so embrace your masculine honor it, embrace your feminine, honor it, like ask questions, seek experts help. Like we don't know everything. I don't know everything. 
I get coaches all the time, yeah. right? Like in the stuff that I'm an expert in, I still get coaches and, and teachers. There's and always that. more to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, sure. having, having friends like Nick Maytesh, that helps too. And here's the thing. We're your audible friends, my friendly friends. We're your friends. Friend us on social media. That way we can really be friends. Yeah. Right? Um, Nick, if someone wants to be your social media friend, where do they go? Well, where can they find me? Before I give you my social media information, I'm going to really tease this out here. Um, so, something that you just said, and I want to make sure that we double down on what you said and bring it back to kind of the original uh, oh, yeah. of this particular podcast episode is the energy inside versus the exterior that we're putting out there. And the exterior that we kind of are, are mentioning here is that macho and bravado showiness that, um, that we see you know, out in the world. And what you just said, I think is so so important is, when you build it on the inside, it will manifest itself on the outside. So many of us, um, especially men out there, are trying to build the outside without first working on that foundational inner piece. And you're building this empty exterior. You're building the, the muscles so you can show people. You're, you're buying the bigger house. You're buying uh, a truck for whatever reason. Like, vroom, vroom. Yeah, vroom, vroom. Yeah, you want more <laughs> horsepower, man. But it's, uh, if you could just take what Julian just said and really sit with that, that if you take the time, to build it on the inside, that masculine energy balanced with an appropriate amount of feminine energy, mm -hmm. it will manifest outside. It will create the exterior that matches that. So quit trying to cut the line and, and build it on the outside, hoping that no one will find out that you're actually empty on the inside. There's layers. There's layers to this ish, dog. Yes, there are layers. Thank you, Meek Mill. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, but now that I've mentioned that, I wanted to make sure that that was heard again because Julian, mm -hmm. that's genius. Um, Oh, right. Social tag. Uh, Instagram at Nick underscore moving past mediocre. And uh, Julian, where can we find you on, on all of these social networks? Julian with an A, not an E. I'm not from France. Okay. Julian with an A underscore fearless life. Um, and here's the thing, right? Like if you have questions about anything we covered, reach out to Nick or I. We're coaches. We jam out on conversations with people who want to step up as the best version of themselves. So tag us, ask us questions. Like you will get a live human responding to you with full presence. So use that. Um, and lastly, I would say, please, please, please leave a review. Um, that's please. currency in the iTunes world. That's how new people find us and get on this message. And like I said, nothing bad can happen from better human beings doing better stuff in the world. So leave a nice review so more people can hear this message so that they can step up and be nice and the goodness will find its way back to you. So yes. be selfish and leave a review. Um, but that would really mean a lot to Nicholas and I. And in closing, Nick, how you want to leave it? Because this, this is your bread and butter. How you want to leave it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just in terms of masculinity and this whole conversation, guys and girls, like it's, it's a new day. Like we're not living in, in the old school. We are very much in the new school. Of success. of success and just living our, our lives in a way that being open to both sides of this energetic scale, masculine and feminine, and, and really understanding that the balance between the two is how you optimize your life. If, if that is all you take away from today, like please run with that because guys bring some feminine flow and some allowing into your life. Women allow yourself to not just to, to allow and, and, be in that flow state, but get out there and, and be that confident, certain leader and all of those things like marry the two, dance with the two and allow them to be a part of who you are because 
when you only stay at one end of the spectrum, you're missing out on a very large chunk of life. So do yourself that favor. Yes, 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 yes. Live in both, si- both sides and uh, be unapologetic about it because you're human and you have access to both sides. So live it up, friends. Um, we think you're awesome. We think you're great. Yes, we think you are just fantastic, Beth and Joey. Oh, we got, we got Benjamin here today with us. Um, Shout out to Benjamin. Cool, Ben. All right, cool, cool. Justin, I appreciate you being here. But mm. uh, for everybody else, share this on social, tag us, let, you, let us know what you got from this so that we can continue to make value-packed episodes like this because, yes, we enjoy talking to each other. Julian and I are friends. Mm-hmm. But if we could bring more of what you want to hear to the table, please make sure that you're letting us know because we want to make this as good as it possible. We're here to serve. Yes, we are. So with that said, do you have any closing remarks, Julian, or you want me to wrap this up? You're all beautiful SOBs. I'll see you next episode. Yeah. See you next time on the next, on the new school of success. Ooh, see ya. Yeah.